Introduction, a lesson we could all stand to learn. Anyone who focuses on material items and finds that it brings little more than a small thrill that slowly ebbs away will find a great deal of value in you can buy happiness. Living simply isn't about becoming an ascetic, it's not about denying yourself pleasure and joy. It's not about austerity. Instead, it's about building a life steeped in the only precious gifts that can bring lasting happiness, time, freedom, and community. The focus is on life, not stuff, tilde Tammy Strobel. You don't need a big house, a fancy car, a high-flying job, and several overseas vacations every year to be happy. You simply need quality relationships, worthwhile experiences, and an ability to see the joy in the smaller things in life. Pulling yourself out of a rut. It was New Year's Eve 2007 when our author, Tammy Strobel, had a lightning bolt moment. She saw a YouTube video by Dee Williams, talking about how she had successfully downsized her house and felt happier and more fulfilled as a result of it. Strobel and her husband were in a rut. They were in debt, they were working jobs they didn't enjoy, and they were far from happy as a result of it all. The video intrigued her, and made her think that perhaps downsizing could be the answer to their problems. As a result, they began to downsize their home and give away the belongings they no longer needed. It felt good, and as time went on, the rut gave way to something much more fulfilling and inspirational. Downsizing leads not to a boring or ascetic existing, but to a simpler and more fulfilling life. We all find ourselves in ruts occasionally, seemingly unable to climb our way out, but looking for less than obvious answers may lead you somewhere far more joyful. It's normal to sometimes feel like you're not sure which way to turn, but looking for ideas outside of the box can help. Life Lessons to Learn Strobel and her husband, Logan, learned several life lessons as a result of starting to downsize their home and give away their unwanted and unneeded belongings. Here are what they have learned. Happiness doesn't come from owning things, it comes from relationships and having a connection to the community around you. It's entirely possible to buy happiness, but only for a short period of time. Learning to live life on your own terms and enjoying less, more is the route to happiness. If you want to make changes in your life, you have to accept that it's going to take time. You have to open your eyes to new ways of living. True happiness and joy cannot be found in owning items, but in relationships and connections instead. Through learning these lessons the couple have found the key to contentment. You can find short-lived joy when buying material goods, but it will not last long. Learning how to live more with less is the key to ongoing joy. Being open to new ways of living will show you different options. Happiness doesn't come from material items. These days we have the capacity to buy more than ever before, but we're far from happy. The New Economics Foundation placed the USA at 114 out of 143 countries in the Happy Planet Index, rated for overall happiness. People say we're searching for the meaning of life. I don't think that's it at all. I think that what we're seeking is an experience of being alive. Tilda Joseph Campbell. In addition, a 1976 study surveyed 12,018 year old college students and asked about their general level of happiness. They repeated the same questions almost 20 years later and found that they were less happy at 37 years old than they were in their teens. Of course, at 37 they have a greater capacity to buy material goods. We have the opportunity to buy more material items, but we're less happy as a result. Find out what makes you happy and do more of it. The things you own start to own you, and as a result, you become trapped in a cycle of unhappiness. 
The ability to buy more material items doesn't make you happier. True happiness is found in identifying the things which bring you joy and doing more of them. The undeniable power of debt. Before the decision to simplify her life, Strobel was in debt to the tune of $30,000. She loved to buy things but quickly found out that our attitude toward stuff can be very harmful. Sometimes, you use your credit cards to buy things you can't afford, or you go out to that fancy restaurant that will make it near impossible to pay rent. For a while, it's great and you have a surge of joy, but it doesn't last. Then, you're stuck in a job you don't find fulfilling, simply because you have to pay off the thing which you really couldn't afford to buy at the time. Buying items on credit leads you into a cycle of unhappiness as you chase your tail to pay of the debt. Despite this, debit is on the rise. A lot of students begin their working lives already far into debt. According to the Project on Student Debt, U.S. college students graduate with a debt of around $24,000. You can add credit card debt onto that. One of the reasons we get into debt is that we care far too much about what other people think of us. Strobel admits that she was in debt partly for this reason. She wanted a nice house and a quality car, and it's all social proof of how well we're doing to other people. However, you then start to compare what you have to others and come up short. This leads to self-esteem damage. Debt can cause a spiral of despair that can be difficult to see your way out of. We often get into debt because we want other people to see us in a brighter, more favorable light. Spending won't solve your problems. If you're spending the money you don't have because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses next door, or you're trying to mask a problem, it's not going to work. Strobel herself admits that while she was never clinically addicted to shopping, she did use it as a way to deal with difficult emotions and problems in her life. This is something many people can agree with. Many people use shopping and spending to mask emotional problems in their lives. The lightbulb moment that caused Strobel to think about downsizing also linked into getting out of debt. As a result, they decided to downsize their house, but she admits to worrying about what other people would think. Would people think they were poor? Despite that, they moved into a one-bedroomed apartment and downsized their belongings. The couple quickly began to feel lighter as a result, proving that spending money isn't the answer to your problems. During a trip to Mexico, the couple came into contact with the Zapatistas. They saw how small things made them happy, such as painting murals on the walls. They didn't have much, but that didn't stop them building strong connections within the community and doing something which mattered to them. It was another lightbulb moment. Learning from those who have less but choose to be happy is an eye-opening experience. Let someone else's experience inspire you to search your own way. Tammy Strobel decided to seriously reconsider her relationship with material items. She suggests you do the same, using the following ideas. When you travel, take less and see how you get on. Before you buy something, wait a while, around a month, to see if the urge goes away. If you buy something, give something away to charity to offset it. Masking your problems by buying stuff will only exacerbate the problem as you fall into debt. There are many people in the world who have very little but manage to find joy in small things. Getting out of debt. You will never be free from the grip of debt if you don't work to get rid of it. It takes time and you need to put together a realistic plan that you can work through slowly and methodically. Getting out of debt takes time and you need a solid plan. It's important that you use credit cards only when strictly necessary and even better, cut them up if you can. Try and reduce the amount of spending you have on a monthly basis and keep it down to essentials only. 
You can do that by creating a budget that you live by, but do your best to have some savings set aside, just in case of emergencies. Budgeting is a great way to take back control of your money whilst you slowly pay off your debts you. If you find that your income doesn't stretch to what you need in order to pay off your debts slowly, find extra work to cover the gap. This isn't forever. However, be sure to celebrate each small milestone in your debt recovery plan, rewarding yourself with a coffee or a walk in nature to say, well done. Downsize your stuff to think more clearly. I am still letting go of my stuff and feel lighter every day. Tilda Courtney Carver. These days, Tammy Strobel and her husband live in a house on wheels that measures only 128 square feet. Despite that, it's a home that they're proud of and feel happier as a result. In order to move into that home, they had to get rid of a lot of stuff, and whilst they were downsizing their belongings, they were often pulled back to, I might need that one day. One day never comes, and by focusing on a day that might or might not appear in the future, you're not focusing on the here and now. Do not save items in case you need them, one day. One day, never comes. We often keep things in case we need them at some point in the future, but that takes the focus from the present day. Sort through your belongings and ask yourself whether you need it or want it. Don't save things for one day. As you do this, you will start to feel lighter and you'll be able to see far more clearly because there aren't so many blocks in the way. As you sort through your belongings, accept that some things are going to end up in the trash, but other things can be sold or donated to charity. You could also try the 333 project. This means you try and minimize your wardrobe down to 33 items and you wear them for the next three months. It's a challenge. Downsizing your items can be a therapy in itself. Having less items can help you to feel lighter and more in control of your life. Organize your belongings and either trash them, sell them, or donate them. However, for every item you give away or sell, ask yourself how you can do more for yourself and focus on self-care. What areas of your life do you need to focus on as a result, e.g. your work, spending time with loved ones, etc.? A small house is still a home. The small home which Strobel and her husband live in may be small in size, but it's big in character. This is because small houses can easily feel spacious if you design them in a certain way. Strobel suggests thinking carefully about what you do in the house and having a certain area decimated to them. In addition, make sure you put items away when you come home and don't leave them lying around to clutter the space. Every single one of your belongings should have a space of its own. The primary asset that comes with a small house is freedom. The world gets a lot bigger when you are living small because I can afford to do a lot more things in terms of cash and time. Now the whole world is my living room, Tilda Tammy Strobel. Thinking outside of the box and being clever with storage and give you more space. Don't worry about the size of your home, instead think about what you do in it, the people living there with you, and what it means to you. In order to make more storage space in the kitchen, use vertical storage and work upwards, rather than having everything on the countertops, as well as having more multipurpose utensils and items. Is your job meaningful to you? Part of the downsizing journey is also about ensuring that the job you do is meaningful to you. This will help you become happier and more contented in general. Find something that you're passionate about, something which brings you joy, and work towards achieving it. If this means going back to school to learn a new skill, that's fine. Finding a career which brings you fulfillment is a route towards happiness. Strobel suggests writing a journal and focusing on the things which matter to you. 
This will help you in terms of self-care but will also allow you to see patterns in things which you enjoy, and areas you might like to focus on when it comes to a future career. In addition, make sure you make a list of three things you need to do every day and tick them off your list, in order to ensure you stay productive. Taking small steps towards your new career will help you achieve your goals. If you need to make a total career change, test the waters before you jump, make sure you have a backup plan of savings and find a mentor within that field to help you make the transition. If you are in a job that you hate, you're going to be unhappy. Identify your passions. Making the most of your time. Living a happier life is about doing more of the things you enjoy. Strobel doesn't own a TV, and she finds that the longer she goes without one, the freer she feels. The average American home these days actually owns more TVs than there are people within that home. Instead, replace the time you spend watching TV with something creative and fun, or perhaps get in touch with nature and head out for a walk. The TV doesn't have to be your sole source of entertainment, head outside. Strobel also went on a digital detox. We often spend far too much time online, meaning we're always connected and never able to switch off. This is something you could think about doing if you're regularly online. A digital detox is a way to reduce stress and feel more connected with those physically around you. At the end of the day however, it just comes down to making the most of the time that you have. Try and cut down on unhealthy habits and focus on the things you enjoy. If you need to kick an unhealthy habit, give yourself a month to do so, and force yourself to single task rather than multitask, as that's something that will simply tie you up in knots. Limit the amount of time you spend online and focus on those actually in the room with you. Life is about experiences. The best experiences in life cannot be bought. These are about people we love, things we've always wanted to do, and places we've always dreamed of seeing. Focus on those rather than buying things with cash. Life shouldn't be printed on dollar bills. Tilda Clifford Odits. Whilst it's true that money can't buy happiness, having financial freedom does make it easier. This all comes down to getting out of debt and making smart money choices, not necessarily stockpiling a huge amount of savings. Experiences cannot be bought with money. Focus on the experiences and relationships in your life, not how much money you have. Write down the things in your life which are a priority, create a bucket list of things you want to do before your days are over, and focus on helping others with the things you're good at. Focus on people and rewarding experience, not things. Write your own personal bucket list and work towards ticking off each item. Increase the small pleasures in your life. Life's enjoyment is about the small things, such as the things which make you smile, make you curious and imagine new possibilities and the things which allow us to be mindful and in the moment. These all lead to the basic needs we have in life, such as support in social circles, love, happiness, gratitude, contentment and satisfaction. You will be happier if you focus on the smaller things in life. Work out what makes you smile and make a pact with yourself to do more of it. Write down the things in your life that bring you pleasure, and focus on increasing them. Make sure you give back by helping others too, and do your best to worry less in the process of it all. Conclusion Living a simpler life leads to greater satisfaction and happiness. We do not need endless piles of stuff to be happy, we simply need to have the love and support of those we care about, a job which motivates us and brings us fulfillment, and experiences that take our breath away. By relying on material items to bring you joy, you're completely missing the point. 
As you can buy happiness teaches us, buying happiness isn't actually about buying stuff, it's about buying back the small moments in life and making more of them. Try this, declutter your wardrobe, giving away any items you don't wear to charity. Sit down and work out a realistic budget to help free you from debt. Choose one thing every day to help work on a skill you have or one you're trying to develop.